Hey, what is up, y'all? It's your girl, Vanna. You are now tuning in to the Hood Talks Podcast. Hey, what is up, y'all? It's your girl, Vanna. And I want to give a shout out to Heartland PMAD Consultants, LLC. Now, y'all know your girl is passionate about maternal mental health, especially after dealing with my own personal struggles with postpartum depression and prenatal anxiety. I only wish my providers had tapped into this training here. So let me tell you, experts in perinatal mental health and creators of the Heartland Protocol, Kim Martino-Sexton and Elizabeth Louder, has the training all providers that work with pregnant and postpartum moms should tap into. So much to get from this upcoming virtual or in-person, the option is yours, two days, 16 hours total, Heartland Protocol, 4th Annual Perinatal Mental Health Training. But the one thing that stands out for me is that the providers will be trained on the importance of utilizing the Creator's Heartland Protocol for perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. The protocol involves in-depth learning and experiential exercises related to empathy skills, assessment, and referral practices, and best practices for follow-up care. Interested in this dope training? Go to heartlandtrains.com backslash perinatal dash mental dash health dash training backslash to get further details on this training and for registration. And let me not forget to mention, there are scholarships available for this training. The Mary Jo Ryan Memorial Scholarship is an opportunity for any mom who works with perinatal moms with a special consideration given to BIPOC women. The application deadline is April 22nd. Go visit their website today to apply. The website is www.heartlandtrains.com. Now, do your girl a favor and go follow Heartland PMAD on all social media. That's including Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Then make sure you let them know that your girl Vanna at the Hood Talks podcast got you hip. Hey, what is up, y'all? It is your girl Vanna, and I'm about to bring y'all another dope segment of the Hood Needs. Know this is very important in our community. This is one of like one of those things that we really, really need to make sure that we're making happen because it impacts our youth. Y'all know I'm all about mentoring and mentorships because we need that, right? Our youth needs that. Well, I got a program for you, and we're gonna learn about it. Hello, Miss Linda. Hey Diana, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to have you all. Um, and for you I to talk super about excited. this program and to uplift the story of these great uh, guests here and their experience in your program. So come on, tell us who are you and who you represent. 
Well, I'm Linda Robinson, and I'm the Director of Voluntary Recruitment at Big Brothers Big Sister of Eastern Missouri. So Eastern Missouri, we cover St. Louis City County, Jefferson County, St. Charles County, and Cape Dorado, because people always ask, what, do we, what areas do we cover? And those are the area. So I've been with Big Brothers Big Sister for a little over two years. Um, I finally, like we discussed earlier, follow my passion and my heart. And of course, the community is my passion. Yes, I feel you on that one. <laughs> yes. Yes. So big brothers and big sisters, what do you all do? Well, we're known in the community for our one-on-one mentoring, uh, where we pair up a caring adult with a deserving youth, and they build a relationship. It's all about affirming significance. You know, it's just letting our young people know that, you know, they matter. Uh, we yeah. put a caring adult into their life who will support them, guide them, and just encourage them along their, along their path along with their parent, our legal guardian. So it's like a partnership. So they have like this triangle of everybody there supporting them. One thing um, people don't know that we do, um, we have a, what we call a theory of change. You know, we have share power. So we want to make sure that our youth voices are being heard. Uh, we promote growth. That is, we challenge them, you know, make them think outside of the box, make them just think big. Yeah, what they normally think. Uh, we expand their horizon and that is helping them to reach their goal. What is your goal? Okay, what steps are we going to take to get there? You know, teach them about baby steps, not try to one step and you there, but the baby steps. Which and is also important. Foster, yes, foster stability. We have resource because we know families go through things. We have resource that we partner with other community leaders, organizations that we kind of make sure our families are okay and especially our youth. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. That's yes. awesome. Well, I'm so happy that you are here and that you brought some awesome guests with you. And we're going to get into more of what these guests hear and their experiences. But I want to mm-hmm. bring in Miss Raven because um, she's also a part of Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Come on, tell us who you are and what is your role here at the Big Brothers and Big Sisters program. Thanks. I'm going to jump right in like double dutch. So my name is Raven and I am a big future specialist at Brother Big Sisters where I support our post-secondary, I support our young adults with their post-secondary decisions, such as Tanaya that you see here today. So whatever decisions that they make after that high school um, transition, whether they want to go to college, whether they want to enlist in the army, whether they want to go into work or trade, or whether they just are in the decision-making of, I'm unsure what to do. Um, I like to say I am not their decision-maker. I'm just their coach, their biggest cheerleader that's sitting on the side. And what's amazing about that is it's my nine to five. It's my job. It's my job to, (laughs) it's my job just to be be their cheerleader, just to gather their thoughts and to help them navigate their decision making and to set goals and to accomplish them and to and build relationships. Real quick, that is so important because there's adults right now who need that mm-hmm. support. Absolutely. That is mm-hmm. so to start at a young age, you guys are ahead of the game and you're providing a space where. Tiana could be ahead of the game like she's already getting the support she needs so when she gets to a space where she's you know 25 30 you know in her adult age like she can now if reach back and help someone else 
and teach the same skills that she learned through y'all program. And she's going to be successful and sustainable. Sustainable, that's my thing too. Yes. And one thing I want to mention, you know, you brought that up. It just made me think about, I never understood how parents let their kids go at the age of 18. That part. Because that's when you need it the most. So that's why I was like, Raven, I want you on this show because I really want you to talk about big futures and what you guys do. So people, the community can hear how important it is to hold on to your child until they are ready. That part. I think in our culture that we do that a lot. We're like, 18, I'm done. And it's like, no, 18, they just beginning. And then they're beginning without you, right? They're learning to how to navigate being an adult without you. That's money, bills. Like if you haven't already instilled that in them, they need that guidance. And so absolutely, it's, it's a whole new world at 18. And just to say, here, go on. That, that's, yeah, we're harming our children more than we're helping in that space. I would like to just kind of jump in with you guys on that topic with Tanaya. Um, Tanaya, I'm just a part of their village. Parent is still involved. Big is still involved. We're just literally um, just that extra support and that extra person for Tanaya. Um, If Tanaya don't hear from me, I'm talking to her mom Mm -hmm. and we're chatting, we're chatting and we're kicking and seeing what things that I can do to support Tanaya in ways while she's away at college. Um, she is what we consider our E3 as enrolled. Um, she is a student. I will let her introduce herself. I was like, come on, Tanaya. We got this. Go tell us, girl. Tell us all about you, honey. Tell us. Well, I'm a sophomore at Mizzou and I'm a biology major with an uh, emphasis in medical science. Come on, girl. Um, yeah, I'm 19 years old. Look at you. So what do you want to be when you complete school? What What is your career goal? Um, you I want to be an OBGYN. Ah, you better say them black babies back. Because look, that is my other passion, okay? Anybody know Shavanna, they know I'm all out here advocating for black babies and black mamas. So come on, sis, and look into me and Riffrey and do little work, okay? Um, but yeah, that's the gym I dropped on you, sis. Yes, honey. <sighs> Enlighten me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Y'all heard that? OBGYN in the future? Yes, yes. So how has your experience been in this program? Tell us, how how has it been for you? Well, it's been very fun. I've been in it since I was in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And so um, it kind of just helped me open my eyes to like different experiences. I'm um, kind of different in my family. Like I'm the one that always wants to try different things. Nobody else really likes to, you know, try different foods, different, like from different places. I'm more in that type of uh, person. And so um those are some things I was able to do with my big sister and yeah they just kind of kept me on track my um mom never was really into my school she always knew I did good so it was like I was kind of that um kid that she just knew was going to do good but Mm -hmm. I just feel like if somebody wasn't always asking me about it I would just not care or I wouldn't strive to be as successful mm-hmm. and so with um big brother big sister I was able to continue on and I um end up graduating high school with a 4.2 GPA I'm trying to get back into it. it's not there yet in college but I'm trying to get there so yeah 
you will get there. It's a lot to navigate, especially right now with COVID. So give yourself grace. You will get there. Um, but look what you what you've accomplished. That mm-hmm. that's huge. Shout out that that is really huge. So shout out and kudos to you. Um, being that you had this big sister, that big sister in that relationship with her. Um, how do you think if you were to talk to someone else who's thinking about joining the program, what would you tell them why they should join the program? Like why you should be a, a little sister or you should get a big brother or big sister? Um, I would say do it just because it's just so many different experiences that they can encounter that they wouldn't be able to, or they might not be able to have at home. And honestly, like my big sister, she's actually white. And it, that was different for me. Like so young, I never really have been around too many white people. And so that kind of helped me out a lot with that. And now I go to like a predominantly white school. So it helped me like, um, just be able to be in different types of places and just be conversation conversating with different type of people. That's a good point. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you touched on that um, because here at the Hood Talks podcast, our, our, you know, we focus in on urban community. Um, and for you to say that you did have someone white, we are trying to uplift the importance also of having, you know, people who look like us in those spaces. But I'm glad that you said sometimes having the opposite is just as impactful because it prepared you to be around someone else in a different environment. Um, so kudos to you um, in that experience, which, you, like I said, it shed a light on being in some, you know, having some other type of experience and some other type of person. Um so that is important um, because sometimes we don't get outside our own environments, right? Um, and we get uncomfortable when we get into other environments. Um, so that definitely helped you navigate being in school right now amongst uh, other cultures. Um, so, yeah, I'm, again, super excited and grateful that you came here. And we're going to talk more. But I want to bring in Miss Pamela um, because you are a big sister um, and you are a woman of color. Um, tell me about your experience being a big sister and then also shed light on why you decide to be a big sister. Sure. But why did I have to go behind Tanaya? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you could have brought me in before her. OK, no, she but back. I just want to she say congratulations, Tanaya. Uh, I'm, I'm very glad to hear what you're doing and how you're doing it, because you are you are actually paving ways for other young people that are coming behind you. So I want to congratulate you on that. But I'm a big sister. Um, I've been a big sister now, I guess, going on almost three years. And I've always wanted to be a big sister because I'm a baby girl of nine children. Mm. And so um, I didn't know what all it took to become a a big sister, because once you start, sometimes you want to give up because of the process. Mm. But actually, my daughter became a big sister. And so then I jumped in and become a big sister. So I'm excited about it. My uh, little name is Bramaya. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want Ramaya to think I'm trying to get rid of her or nothing like that because Tanaya is on the call. <laughs> but um, it, it's been very rewarding. I will say um, in the beginning, I was just as nervous, if not more than she was um, when we first met. You know, everything was good because we were around a lot of different people. But then when you branch off onto your own, we were having dinner together. And I can attest that. Um, we both get to try eating different things as well. 
Um, and so when she got up to go to the restroom, I was like, whew, because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do or whatever. And, and so many times we always want to just do what's right. Mm. So you just have to just do you. And when you just do you and you let her be her, then that's when the flow just starts to happen. So I'm excited. She actually has a little sister um, who her big sister is a, a white lady. Mm. And we've said we were going to uh, we were going to like double date or whatever and hang out together. <laughs> but so far we haven't. But I have um, been involved with the entire family at times, mm. of which I'm glad about. And it's not so much as um, we we make it, we, we don't schedule it to happen, but we make sure that when our time's together, that we are very impactful. And I allow her to be who she is. I don't judge her. Mm. You know, I try to be there to support her. Uh, I'm not trying to be another mom or anything like that, but I listen to her. And um, during the pandemic, I will say this, um, she loves to cook. They promised me food. I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> and um she she loves to do hair she's a little entrepreneur believe it or not okay. and so um when the beauty shops and all shut down I was able to she came over here and she braided my hair for me so okay yeah so that's my little sister so it, when we think as bigs that um that we're going to be so much in their lives I can assure you that she has been a huge impact on my life. Mm, I love hearing that. Yeah. I love hearing that because I think people sometimes may mistake, like you said, that you're going in just to be impactful to someone else and not thinking that that you'll be open to be receiving on the receiving Mm -hmm. side. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely a gem dropped. Um, I do want to say, um, and to get into the conversation around, um, it seems like from hearing both of you all's experiences that it's literally a family thing. It's not necessarily just the big sister or the little sister relationship. Like you really build relationships among Mm -hmm. family members, Mm -hmm. Uh, which of course you have to, you know, know the parent and all of that. But like you're saying, you dealt with the little sister, which I can, my, my nephew and my niece had uh, big sisters and big brothers. Um, they were also in the program when they were younger. They lived in Jefferson City when they uh, were in the program. And um, they like literally would go with each other's big sister or big brother. And like, like it was a family thing. Mm-hmm. It was never like one child is left behind in a sense. And then they had their personal time too also. But if it was some great community events, like either one of them would go and I would say my nephew really loved the program. He loved his big brother. Um, unfortunately, they moved here to St. Louis and he kind of went away. But he, to this day, he still talks to his big brother. Um, his big brother still checks in on him. Um, so I think you guys are really um, having, like you guys are creating long lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely true, because at first I thought that it was only a one year term. And so at the end of the one year, I was like, okay, she can get her another big and I'll get me another big. And they was like, well, you know, it doesn't really go like that, because, you know, sometimes you can have these little sisters in your life. And I learned through Becky for like 20 plus years. I'm like, what? 
So I, I let her make the choice. And so far for the last two years, she's chosen to stay. So I was like, oh, okay, then we good. But I let that be her choice and not my choice because I don't want to force anything on her. Yeah. And, uh, and, and sometimes I might just get a text. Sometimes she'll FaceTime me. Sometimes she'll, you know, she'll call. And every time when she calls, I'm like, what? Your finger not broke? You know, like that. And we just have a good time. So I, I'm glad, I'm grateful for the program. But most of all, I'm glad to be able to give back. Mm. So many times we take things from society, but for us to be able to give back to it, um, I think it's just a fair exchange. So I'm excited about it. And then to hear Tanaya's story tonight, I'm like, what? Yes. That's big. That's big. That is so huge. Mm -hmm. um, you have really, your story is impactful, um, not only for the program, but in general. Mm -hmm. um, to see a young Black woman doing what you're doing in college going for your goals you set your goals you're you're doing your goals like you are amazing you should be very proud of yourself i'm happy and super excited and thankful that you chose to be here to, to share your story um come in a little bit to um I want to talk to you about not only that experience with um having the the big sister how do you think it helped you in the space of navigating um, social life? Um, now, I know COVID is a lot of changes, but even before that, like just being able to have a social life, how did that help you in that space, having a big sister for you, Tanaya? When you say social life, are you saying like now or like in college or before? Period. Whichever one you want to speak on now, before, however. Um, I would say before college, it just it it was able to like let me see what are the things that I like, not just things that were put on me as a kid. And like I was able to just try different things. And now in college, I can like culturally, it's a lot of different things. I don't really see a lot of people that look like me at school. But it's, I guess you can say we um we do act totally different culturally, but I guess now I can see the differences and actually know how to respond and know what those things mean. Cause it can mean totally different. So I guess that will help me. Um, have more friends and know how to speak to people and because it might not be the same. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Uh, what I really want to touch on too um, is with these relationships that you all are establishing and building, um, literally the support, like you may be able to go to your big sister um, about something that you can't necessarily go to a parent or a friend, right? Um, you are literally building a trust to be able to like, I, Pamela, you can speak on this too. Cause you said you're not, you're not another mother, right? <laughs> you're not here to, to reprimand if you're not doing right or wrong. And it may be something that uh, someone, the little may have that they can't navigate on their own or they're maybe even scared and they will feel safe to come to a big sister. Is that something that you ever had to experience Tanaya? Where you like, I couldn't talk to my mom about this uh, just yet, or you know, I just needed to run this by someone, and your big sister was someone that you can reach out to. 
Yeah, like my first year in college, I had some issues with my roommate and I um, called my big sister to ask her about it because I was just, I didn't want mom to um, say anything and I didn't, I just wanted somebody that was far away enough (laughs) to not be able to say anything and then like they wouldn't know me at the same time. It's like I talk to my uh, big sister you know, every once in a while, but like on a day to day, I just needed somebody that wasn't in my life on a day to day basis, like my mama. And I just <laughs> needed somebody on the outside. I get of- it, cause mama gonna handle it differently, right? <laughs> mama gonna come handle it a lot differently. So I get it. I understand uh, totally. Like, no, nah, mama, I don't want you to overreact right now. So I ain't gonna tell you. I'm gonna go somebody that's calm and can give me some advice or somebody just to vent to, right, Pamela? Is that something the space that you also provide someone for you know your youth or your little sister to 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 vent to? Um, Absolutely. I think as bigs, we become part of her, part of their village, you know, and sometimes the village is not always someone that you've chosen. Sometimes the village can be someone that is there in time of need. So I will say that uh, early on, um, when she was having a few issues, I guess, with school and mom was like, you need to get on her. You need to get on her. She needs to do this. She needs to do that. And then I would ask questions, you know, and just to just to fill her out to see where she is. But you can tell when someone is getting a lot of you got to do this, you got to do that. You get to just become a listener and then to become a cheerleader to say, hey, you got this. I know you can do it. I, you know, that's that's the least of my worries. We're not going to worry about that. We'll just talk about it next time when you bring that grade up or whatever. And so she was like, you're not going to be down on me. I was like, no, you know, can I tell you this? I ain't always been good myself. And she was like, oh, then she was able to breathe because sometimes we as parents, we forget where we've come from and we want our young people to be so much better, but believe it or not, they've got to go through these different life experiences so that they can gain some stuff underneath their belt. But yeah, I, I totally agree as far as the village and being there to just to be the support them, not necessarily to encourage them to do wrong, yes, but not to judge them. No judgment. Providing a space of joy. Um, this yes. is something that I have really been looking into and really thinking about lately, um, especially in our community. Mm-hmm. We are we do that out of love. Right. Mm-hmm. We were like, we want to protect you because we know what you're up against outside our house, or outside these doors. So we're like, oh, yeah. you got to do better. You got to do this. You got to be this. And we always have that mentality too that. We have to be the best at everything. We have to mm-hmm. be checking off all of the lists. And if we're not, mm-hmm. then we're on the radar. So we are heavy sometimes on our kids mm-hmm. and we don't provide the space sometimes of joy just to mm-hmm. be, just to, to, to have fun, just to feel, you know, normal, or it's mm-hmm. okay to not, you know, have to be this A student or this super duper, you know, mm-hmm. smart kid or whatever. Like we, we, we tend to do that. And so what I'm hearing is you all in this space is creating that village um, support when, you know, if you can be there, but also let me let you know that you're okay. You're normal. You know, yeah. you are a, you're a child. You, you're you going to have mistakes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's why I'm here. Let, you know, like a lot of, <laughs> of feeding into the space of safety, a safety mm-hmm. net, um, mm-hmm. which I think is also very important. Um, a safety net to just be, 
Um, and I feel like little black kids don't get enough of that space to just be. So kudos to you all. I agree. I also want to say that it creates exposure because we always make it seem like you have to get a hundred every time. You're not always going to get a hundred. Sometimes you're going to get 75. But then what do you do when you get the 75? Do you want to go lower? Do you want to bring it up? But you're not always going to be 100. So I think the exposure of being able to be real and to be able to be human and to be able to be accepted no matter what, I think that's more important than anything. Better than a grade, better than Mm -hmm. a, a, a look, a feel or whatever, you know, emotions, you know, going all crazy because we all do it. Yeah. Exposure. And then listening to Tanaya talk about how she's actually attending school with people who don't look like her, you know, and sometimes you feel like you think that the people who look like you is going to always have your back, but that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be able to work across those lines, you know, and to be able to build relationships with people and no matter how deep you want to go or how, you know, shadow you want to be, but you've got to be able to learn how to work with people. So I think that's very good exposure for her, especially in the field that she is interested in right now. Mm -hmm. And I say that because my daughter changed her major, but, um, I, I think I think she's I think she's she's on the right track. And then to have the support, you know, from Raven and Linda and big brothers and big sisters and to be able to be on this, you know, podcast. This is like only my second or third podcast. But uh, and, and I mean, she holding her own. I didn't even want to come behind her. So it's all good. It's, it's very good. Yeah. And one thing I want to say is that um, I appreciate Miss Pam. This is why I was so happy when she said, okay, I'll I'll do some interviews because she can train a class on how to be a big. This is what we want bigs to be. We don't Mm -hmm. want you come in with this S on your chest, be this superhero. Let me save you. Let me save this family. Mm -hmm. No, you are a partner. You work with the parent. Mm -hmm. You work with the child and y'all resolve it together. Y'all help push them forward together. That's why we have big futures. Raven is a specialist. She still work with the parent. She still work with the alumni and little. We're still working together. And if people come in with that mentality, they want to struggle in this relationship because at the end, it's a relationship because mm-hmm. all of us leaving here today going to have a relationship with one another mm-hmm. because we then met, we touch, and we're going to mm-hmm. share. We're going to be there for each other. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to mention that uh, Big Brother's Big Sister while they're in the program as a little, we have relationship specialists. That is that middle, middle person for the parent, the big, and the child. So that relationship specialist have to check in with each one of them to see how things are going. Mm-hmm. Have your big reach out to you? What have you done? Mom, dad, how things are going? You know, so they can make sure that the relationship is evolving that everyone is getting along. If there's mm-hmm. any issues, they try to resolve it and see what's mm-hmm. going on because our goal is to keep the relationship together. Mm-hmm. And as they finish, that's when they go into big future. Can I piggyback yeah. off that too, Ms. Linda? As yeah. she described the relationship specialist, big future specialist is a mirror of that. But these are adults here. Now mm-hmm. we're working with young, young, young adults, young people. So mm-hmm. with the, the difference in the mirror of big futures, it's literally that relationship specialist, but also 
that goal setting of post-secondary work, soft skills. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my license, Raven. I want to buy me a house. I want to mm-hmm. rent a house. I need to budget. I need mm-hmm. to find me. Um, I need to learn how to pay these bills, but I want to mm-hmm. spend some money. I want to travel. I, mm-hmm. It's literally all the soft skills of adulting. Mm-hmm. I like to say I'm like a life coach of adulting um, in a sense of, we still keep the impact of relationships with parents as well as the bigs. But now that way, the difference too is young adult, they're of, of age now, they're 18. Like you mm-hmm. said earlier, when we jumped on, um, not necessarily all things kind of look different, but if we have that parent who is like, okay, they got to go. Or that parent who is still more control. Like we have mm-hmm. to navigate those different things mm-hmm. of, of um, supporting the families and supporting our alumni. Because as Miss Linda mentioned in Big Futures, alumni voice is centered and in the forefront where all of us is just literally, if, if I can give you that vision, mm-hmm. we're just that circle around mm-hmm. that alumni because as young adults, they can say, I'm not doing that. <laughs> When I met tonight, we as we were prepping for today, I met tonight. I was like, "Do you remember how I met? Like, how what? How do you feel about like my when asking? How do you feel about like what? How do you describe big futures?" And she was like, "Raven," and I'm paraphrasing in my own words. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, it felt good to hear her. I was like, "Raven, you keep me on my toes in a sense." That felt good to me because I didn't know that I was just calling to keep. I, I know it's my job, but I'll be calling. Tanaya has her, she has her goals together. She has, yes. she takes the lead of everything. Her failing in, in her mind is a B. And I'm like, sis, you are doing your thing. Like you, yes, you, you are amazing. Okay. <laughs> and I will think, and just knowing just even um, her, how, how the adversity that she encountered, the reason why she wants to go into OBGYN I am inspired. I don't know if you want to share it, but please give us some of that, Tanaya. Why do you choose OBGYN as your 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 career choice? Um, well, my sisters, they both had like um horrible births. Um, so my first sister, she had her baby at 24 weeks and he was one pound six ounces. And I was too young at the time. I think I was like 16 and I couldn't go in the room. I couldn't go back there because it's very fragile in the NICU. And so I just wanted to be able to prevent that. Um, And I wanted to be able to like understand what was happening at the same time. And then like my other sister, um, she just had a baby in 2019. He sadly passed away from some things that happened during delivery. And so that's another like trigger for why I want to go into it and actually do things the right way. Because I feel like sometimes with um, with us, it's it's not um, a push when it's an emergency or something or it's like it's just something. It's like they don't let us know when it's like stuff starting to happen differently and it's like we can handle it but you can't always handle it every time and yeah it was just that day was just crazy it was just so many um different doctors you can just tell that the whole atmosphere was off and yeah the whole floor just seemed very 
sketchy so I just wanted to be in there at the same time because I know with me also as like um, being young I only just started going to an OBGYN so and like sometimes I feel like my OBGYN doesn't always listen to what I'm saying or Mm, mm. like actually take into account what I'm saying and make me feel like I don't know what I'm saying about my own body and if I'm actually feeling something or not, make me feel like I don't understand if I am or not. And so I just want to be that person. But I'm not really sure if I want to be like an OBGYN or a midwife. I just want to be in that. And I'm just not sure if I want to be in the hospital or like at home every step of the way or something like that. And as she just went into dive right into it, adversity uh, that peeling I she didn't let me all the way in I it was a layered experience our alumni are young adults our young our alumni are people they're real they're gonna give us straight shooter they're gonna be they're gonna be real straight shot no chase keeping it real so, and raw that's my yes, I, I always said it real and raw and when I, let me and, say this this mm-hmm. is monumental right now for me. So I, I haven't spoken to you. I have not, but I'm a certified doula. Again, my passion, my passion is black mothers and black babies. Flourish, looking to flourish. Flourish funded this podcast, and they are about black mothers and black babies. You hear me? Because we need more of you in that spaces. So whatever you need. I want to now be part of your village. Do you hear me? I'm going to give you my information. I want you to call me however I can help support you and move you through because I've had a traumatic birth experience. And I, I'm hearing what exactly what you're saying as a, I go through it all the time. I'm like, they just not listening to us. It's not that we're different or anything. It's not us. It's them. And so we do need more of us in those spaces. I'm a big advocate for hospitals. We need more OBGYNs. We need, need, need more doulas and we need more midwives, but we know everyone can't birth at home, right? So we need them in those spaces. So sis, whatever you need, holler at me. I'm gonna give you my contact. That's on the Hood Talks podcast. But this is what I mean when I talk about community and how real our issues are. We were here to talk about big brothers and big sisters. And she touched on something that is so valid and really that's happening. And this, look, but yes, I would just say, thank you. I'm here for you, whatever you need. And we're going to move it on. But I'm sorry, that was just, that just touched me, y'all. Because it's amazing and it's crazy. It is. So hear your stories and what you're doing. Please keep keep going. Please, we, we need you. We do. We need you. Um, my babies need you. I- I'm doing all of what I'm doing because I have two girls and I be saying it all the time. I do not want my babies to go through what I went through. And I I understand you feel the same about what your sisters have experienced. So we need you. Keep keep fighting, keep pushing on, and you got a village. Along with big brothers and big sisters. Man, y'all, we're gonna end it on this. Tell me, Miss Linda, what is one thing you're most proud about? with big brothers and big sisters? Wow. Um, it's realizing how important the voices of our parents, our littles are more than the bigs. Um, because without our parents and the littles, there will be no big brothers, big sisters, because they are the ones that come to us and enroll their kids into our program. So we are realizing at Big Brothers, Big Sisters 
that their voices matter and we need to listen to them. Um, like I said, big sister Pamela, oh my gosh, if every big could think like her and be like her, it will be amazing. So I'm like, okay, if we start having training, I'm going to ask her to come sit in these trainings because she would be a good one, you know, and just realizing who is really important to the agency, you know, not just community, community partners, but our parents and their children that they bring along. So that's what I'm proud of the most. And I'm just proud of our mission, you know, just seeing everyone want to see these youth be successful, no matter what they do at the high school. Everyone's not made for college. Everyone's not made for military. Some people probably want to work for whatever reason. And we are there to support them. No one's there to judge them. And that's one thing I'm proud of. It's like, we are there for you. We hear you. We understand. Yes, 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 yes. Miss Raven, what are you most important about? Most, <laughs> I said most important about. <laughs> what are you most proud about your organization, Big Brothers and Big Sisters? Most thing I'm proud of is Youth Voices. Um, as we heard today in Tanaya, Youth Voices speak for themselves. I can come in navigating coach that's my job but at the end of the day their passion their voice is not the only uh, not the only reason of my passion but also just the movement and our mission it's what encourages us um, to continue to guide and develop with um, our day-to-day but also what's been impactful as miss pamela's mentioned um, she was like uh how am I going to? But as soon as she relaxed, chilled, and let Ramaya uh, speak her voice, as she mentioned, that's why we're here, because we want to celebrate our youth voice, and we just want to be a part of their village. So that's the most thing I'm proud of, and the most thing I will scream to the rooftop is, shh, let them talk. Let them let them get in the front, because they will say it. Yeah. So. And one thing we do need to do more is uplift our youth. We need to let them be and let them go and let them and uplift what they're doing, especially those good ones. I think the good ones don't get enough spotlight. So I'm so happy to have given you some spotlight today. Miss um, Pamela, what are you most proud about being a big sister? I think I'd have to say being part of the foundation of young people. Um, and just sitting here listening to Tanaya, I want to say I, I literally have chills. Because when she was talking about what is what made her uh, choose to go into the field that she's going into, it sounded like she's not she didn't come from an angle of being uh, a problem. She come from an angle of trying to be a solution. And so to hear this young lady say that, I mean, I'm glad I am volunteering in this opportunity in this space, because even if you only save one. It has been worth it, but I know there are plenty more than her. So being in the foundation and the birth of many more solutions to come, I'm excited about that. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be on this podcast with you guys tonight. And even if I never see Tanaya again, I will never, ever forget you because not too many young people can make me have chills like you had me have chills today. And I'm wearing a sweater on top of it. But you really touched me when you spoke candidly about how you 
felt you were very articulate and it wasn't you were in a safe space to really say why you why you chose to do what you're doing. And that's what big brothers and big sisters do. It, it gives these young people voices and then they have the support like Raven and Linda out here making sure people come on board and then here the Hood Talks live show is giving us more opportunities. So I, I want to say the foundation. I like the foundation because we all have to start somewhere and it doesn't matter where we're coming from or where we are, but we just have to start. And that's what I'm glad about from Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you all. Um, and Tanaya, you to me are the most proudest thing to come out of the hood. I mean, out of the Hood Talks podcast too, but the Big Brothers and Big Sisters program. I'm, I'm just so so happy that you were here. And again, I definitely believe things happen for a reason. Um, so shout out and kudos to you. Last thing, Miss Linda, last thing, and we're going to end this. How can people who want to support you all, if that's as volunteering, if that's becoming a big brother, big sister, if that's just donation, you know, whatever you all need, how can someone in the community reach out and get in contact with you all? Well, most definitely our website have everything you just named, whatever they want, volunteering, donation, um, just knowing more about the organization. They can go to our website, which is www.bbbsemo.org. Uh, if they hit the volunteer tab, it's going to give you every information, how to volunteer, how to reach out to Erica Sanders, who's our volunteer recruitment manager to set up a one-on-one so she can have a meeting with you about what it takes to become a mentor in our program. Um, and just information, we have stories out there um, about the relationship, what our little is doing now. You know, Tanaya is just one of them who are amazing. There are others who complete the program who are amazing. Um, there are some who are still in the program that are doing great works. We have stories about the relationship. So if people really want to know more information, please go out to our website. And of course, they can reach out to me. Uh, my email is lrobinson at bbbsemo.org. We are working um, virtually, so um, I'm, in, I'm not in the office a lot, so I won't give out my phone number because they won't get me. But if they email me, I will reply back and I will call them. So, but um, yeah, follow us on social media. We are on, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Follow us, like us, share our information. Um, and, I, and thanks to you, Van, I can't say it enough that you brought us onto your show to reach your community, our voice to be heard. And I can't say thank you enough. And I just, like I said, we all just built a partnership, a relationship right here. And you just reaching out to Tanaya, I think that was just super amazing. Who would have known mm -hmm. that all this was going to happen tonight? So, and that's why I believe in a universe that God put people in spaces together for a reason. Yes. Um, and I can't say enough about big sister, um, Pamela. Oh my gosh. She, I'm, between her and Tanaya, I'm just like filled with joy right now. Yes. I'm trying not to get emotional. And I just want to say to the listeners, this was not anything planned. 
I didn't know who she was going to bring on this show. Ms. Linda was just like, I got some people. And I'm like, okay, let's bring it. It was not planned. This is literally what we talk about when we talk about uplifting voices and having, like I said, the, the universe bringing people in the spaces that they had to belong. So um, again, this was amazing um, because we've hit so many different topics <laughs> that really is what the Hood Talks podcast is trying to uplift and, and like you said, provide solutions. And she is trying to become a solution and so keep up the good work. I can't give you enough praise. I'm sorry. Like keep up the good work. Unlike Miss Pamela, I want to hear from you and talk to you again. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not playing. Come back. For real. Holler at me. Um, because yeah, it is definitely um uh, uh it's yeah, there's something there. And yeah, I want to keep watering that seed. Um, so that's it, y'all. Y'all got anything else before we end this dope? I don't even want to end it because it's so dope. <laughs> This is really a great conversation. I don't want to end it. And I, you know, I got to say thank you to Raven for coming on board. You know, she's like, well, am I supposed to fill it out? Am I going to be part of? I'm like, yes, yes. I need yes. for you to talk about big future. And, you know, it's just, this is what I want the community to hear and see what big brother is really about the whole circle. Not just me going out to the community, trying to get volunteers. But who we have at the agency, what they are doing, our bigs, who they are, what they are doing, our littles and our alumni littles, who they are and what they are doing and what they're doing now after high school. And people need to see that. I want the community to know because some people are like, well, I don't have a, what it takes to become a mentor. Miss Big Sister Pam is an example. She yeah. didn't know. You know, you it's just something that you have to do if you passionate about our youth and you want to see them to be better and do better and give them experience that they might not have a chance to do. I love it. And I just love how Tanaya mentioned that her um, big, you know, is white. That's mm -hmm. more we need to hear and how that relationship, even though we want representation, mm -hmm. sometimes, like you said, Vanna, you got to have someone different so you can understand how to relate to that. She's mm -hmm. at Mizzou. She's comfortable. You know, I know Black um, students went to Mizzou. Youth went to Mizzou. They left. Yeah. But by her having that experience and meeting that other side, she's able. So, you know, in the field she's going into, she's going to have all that. She's going to be successful. And she's still wait. aware of what we're up against, though. Yes. And that's just and still aware, though, that part. Because she said it. They ain't listening to us. Mm -hmm. I heard you, sis. She, mm -hmm. she, she's aware. So yes, that is, is also one of those things. It's like you're aware of what's going on, but you're also, you have to know how to um, also, like you said, adapt in a sense to that space still. Because, right, they're there still, no matter what. So, Man, we 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 need big brothers and big sisters all the way around. So if y'all listening to this and you want to get involved, go get involved, y'all. Get behind those thoughts of I can't do this or I ain't got enough time or blah 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 blah. I ain't gonna be this and just go try it out. If it does not work out, you can walk away. But who's to say that's gonna happen, right? I don't think it will. So take the test, go try it out, go become a big brother, a big sister. And when you do sign up, tell them the Hood Talks podcast sent you. All right? That's how we doing in here. Okay, y'all. Thank you. 
thank you to my guests who have come and, and shed light on this great organization. Um, y'all, please keep tuning in because, you know, again, your girl is going to keep bringing you all of the resources. Okay, y'all? And we out. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page and also follow us on all our social medias. And you can find all of that information at www.thehoodtalks.com.